Hi everybody, John here. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to spend a couple minutes with me on Vacation Rentals with John. We're heading into June. Summer is super exciting. I bet a bunch of you have plans for a fantastic time at the pool, at the beach, in the mountains, wherever you want to vacation. And I'm sure your guests are getting super excited to start staying with you this summer. So I've been talking to a lot of my host's friends And they're saying that their calendars are not as busy as last June's. My calendars are actually pretty busy at the moment, but the bookings came in very last minute. Like a lot of the June bookings actually came in at the beginning of May towards mid-May for June. There's still some space in the calendars. There's still appointments that I want to book on there, but it's starting to pick up. June 1st or June 7th, and at least in Central Florida, Kids are still getting out of school in a lot of places, and people are taking the first few weeks off right after school. Um, So it's not like the busiest. And after June 7th, June 9th in particular, things start to just ramp up from there, and then it's busy all summer. There's that oversaturation going on. There's tons of inventory, tons and tons of inventory now, more than we had last year. And the algorithm was updated. And a lot of people may be seeing less bookings because of that. But people who play it smart, people who use smart strategies can get ahead in this type of environment. You just have to tweak a few things. And on this episode, I'll explain a few things you can tweak about your listing to drum up some bookings, get some activity in there, and hopefully stay booked all summer long. Okay, so let's get into it. I want to briefly mention what Airbnb has been doing in terms of marketing and advertising because I always find some insights in what the company is doing strategically to grow. They want their stock price to increase. They want revenue to grow. They want their market share to grow. So they're going to do things in their best interest to grow as a company. And those insights are really, really helpful for hosts and people in the short-term rental business like you and I because we can see what they're prioritizing, what their pain points are. So right now, Airbnb released three new commercials that are emphasizing Airbnb rooms. They're trying to combat the perception of Airbnb being increasingly expensive. A lot of press around the clean fees. We've heard so much about it. Guests complaining about excessive chores and clean fees on Airbnb. So they're trying to combat the perception that they're getting more expensive day after day. So Airbnb rooms is getting pushed hard. Well, most of the rentals in Central Florida and a lot of tourist markets, they're not room rentals in terms of what Airbnb Rooms is. Like if you aren't familiar with Airbnb Rooms, that's when you are living at the property or by the property and you're renting out a room in a shared space. And it's usually much, much cheaper. So by Airbnb pushing rooms, because guests are being more budget conscious, travelers are more budget conscious, they're knowing what's going on in the economy and in the market. Today, as we're speaking, there was the jobs report came out and the Dow Jones went up, but that doesn't mean everything's okay, right? Like just because a good jobs report came out. There's still a lot of worry, consumers and people. They're holding tight onto their money. They're doing more cutting of travel where they were going to go on two or three vacations This year, this summer, now they're cutting back, even canceling vacation plans they've had for several months. So things are changing because food's getting more expensive. Interest rates are really high right now. People just are running out of extra money to spend. 
And we're seeing that in the search interests um, in keywords that I, I search for my search engine optimization for my own business. Keyword interest has declined for a lot of different Airbnb markets. So what's going on right now is consumers are holding tighter to their wallet. But with that insight, we have opportunity. There's actually a lot of opportunity if we're willing to have a little bit of flexibility as host. So let's get into what that opportunity is. Now, before I get into the opportunity and the tweaks and the hacks and all that, this may not work for you. This doesn't work for everyone. So no, I'm not just saying this to say everyone should do these things. However, one or two of these things may work for you. They work for me. They work for a lot of other people. So you know, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because your house, your rental may have a completely different situation. But on average, what I'm going to go over may make a positive impact and increase your bookings if you make these changes and they work for your property. You will see search interest change for your property, assuming your listing is optimized elsewhere. Like you have the amenities all good, the title's good, the pictures are good. These changes will help you. So the first thing is eliminating the cleaning fee. What, John? Why would I eliminate the cleaning fee? How am I going to pay the cleaners? Well, think about this. If you add it to your overall nightly rate, figure out what you spend on average for a month of cleaning, divide it by the number of dates you have available, spread it out. Advertise that you have no cleaning fee. List that this is a no clean fee rental. You could put it in the description. You could put it in the headline if it works for your market. But really promote that you have no clean fee because people looking for a property to say, especially when you're saving money, they're going to say, what? No clean fee? I'm in. That's a great idea because I don't want to pay for cleaning. Those Airbnb cleaning fees, they're atrocious, they're high, they're unfair. So this is a huge way you could set yourself apart from everyone else. And it may not be for everyone, but now you can see the total price in search results. You could sort by total price now on Airbnb. So separating the clean fee is not a neat little trick as much as it was before, right? It's not really fooling anybody. So consider eliminating your clean fee and then promoting that you're doing that because it will make a noticeable difference in the people interested in uh, your listing and in your rental. Next up, let's consider changing your cancellation policy to flexible because if you're flexible, that means you're hospitable and it will attract more bookings. Because if you are a strict host and you don't want anyone to cancel, you're going to charge them for canceling, you have a super strict cancellation policy, people are going to be more afraid of booking with you because there could be two rentals. One looks great. The other one looks great. But the difference between them is this host is more flexible on my cancellation and this one is not flexible at all. So I'm actually a little scared. I'm afraid of booking with the not flexible host because things can happen. Uh, My dog can get sick. Um, I may have to change my plans. Someone may have invited me to a wedding. You, you never know. So something could come up at work, right? And if you can't cancel, that means you'll lose that money. So put yourself in the mind of the consumer. Sometimes we think of us as host first and we're, we're not supposed to because we're saying, oh, that's my money. Like if they cancel, I'm not going to get paid. I have to rebook it. And if I have to rebook it, it's going to cost me money, yada, 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 right? But the point is, We need to put ourselves in the guest shoes first here. And if we want more bookings, we need to appeal to what it is they want. Make them the hero in the story. And what they want is flexible travel plans. So having a flexible cancellation policy will really help you 
Guests just don't want to be afraid of booking with you. They may have to cancel, so make it easier on them and give them the flexibility to cancel should they need to. And it will go a long way in earning you increased interest from future potential guests and moving them over the line from Looker into Booker. The next suggestion is to be hospitable. Now, what does that mean? I'm a host, I am hospitable. Well, it means that you want to treat guests how you'd want to be treated. And that sounds like, why are you telling me this, John? Like, I, I do that, that's common sense. Well, it's actually not. Um, I was searching through, I'm, I'm a member of a lot of Facebook groups around the topic. That's where I get a lot of ideas for content for this podcast. And I, I'm able to answer some questions and help the hosting community at large. So in a lot of these groups, you'd be surprised at questions that are asked just because people don't know better. They're new hosts and they're learning just like everyone else. So no question's a dumb question. So people ask questions that give you an, a little view into their character and how they run their business. and some people have so many rules, like instead of finding out how they can make the guest experience better each and every time, they're adversarial with their guests. They, they look at the guest as an enemy almost, like, give me the money, don't break my things. Give me the money, uh, don't leave a mess. Do all these things before you leave. I can't believe the guest didn't respond to me in time. I can't believe the guest um, left the blinds open. Like, People, they put themselves as property owners first and hosts second. And that's not the best way to earn business because it will show in your reviews. So when you're hospitable, it shows in your language, it shows in your tone. And from a marketing standpoint, someone who's hospitable, you can tell just from their property description. They're not just cut and dry saying, this is what it has, this is what you can expect, that's it. No, they're saying things that give you an, uh, a look through the window of how they view their rental. It lets you see the passion they have for their space because you can picture yourself staying in that Airbnb listing. So the tone, the tone of someone who's hospitable is going to read a lot different from the tone of someone who's not. And you can really find that out from a listing. And a lot of professional property managers very tone deaf and very business and commercial oriented. You, you notice it in the Airbnb listings. But the hosts that are doing the most money, earning the most revenue and crushing it, their listings show their personality. Their about me shows their personality. Their Airbnb profile shows their personality. And in every single communication, they show that they are hospitable. They show that they're a, a friendly human being. And that starts at the heart. That starts in the mind. That starts in the soul. And if you want to do Airbnb hosting just because it's a way to make extra money, you know, good on you. A lot of people are doing that, but they're not succeeding. They're not succeeding because they don't really have the guest's best interest at heart. You know, offer that free late checkout or the early check-in if you can. If you don't have bottles of water, some granola bars, you know, some chocolates, maybe something sweet. Um, or, you know, instant oatmeal coffee, those types of things really make a difference because most hosts are not putting those things. They're not going the extra mile and giving a little care package. So those little things, they do go a long way. And you can personalize that. You don't want to do what everyone else is doing. Uh, you probably know better snacks than anyone else. You know the best coffee. You know what you like. Maybe your guests will like those things. So put your personality into it. Provide them a care package. I'm sure they will appreciate it and hopefully mention it in the reviews. 
Pay attention to factors such as the booking lead time, how far in advance do guests usually book, and the booking trends. Use your findings and give those discounts, those promotions, at the right times. Guests, they have this like psychological reaction when you offer a price slash a discount. They assume that they're getting a deal. So most travelers believe that even the smallest discount is still preferable to getting nothing. So giving these discounts, last minute promos, summer deals, it's a great way to excite people to book with you. If you haven't checked out your competitors in a long time, it's a good time to cross-reference the types of amenities that they're offering with what you have. Because if you bought the property two years ago and you haven't really checked on the competition's amenities since then, this is a good time to see if you're actually competitive, not just from a price standpoint, but from an experience standpoint. And choose your listing titles very wisely. It's the first thing prospective guests are going to read. Highlight appealing features, how close you are to the most popular attractions in the area. And those pictures have to be popping. They have to look great. They have to capture the guest's attention as soon as they see it. At first glance, those pictures need to really capture the attention of who's looking. Um, Or you may lose your attention. There's so many listings, thousands and thousands of listings in each market. And we're in the age of social media. People don't, they don't spend very long looking at a, a TikTok or um, a story on Facebook. They scroll right on past it to the next one. Airbnb search is no different. People look through the thousands of choices and get very distracted. And put yourself in their shoes if they're looking at several properties in the area. Why are they even spending the time looking at yours? Um, what do you have that's different? Is your price that much better? Or do you have several things that are must-haves for their vacation? Enjoy what you're doing because when you enjoy hosting and you enjoy everything about this process, from the furnishing to putting the final details, staging, um, communicating with people from all walks of life, the selling, the, the rush of getting a new booking, even the stuff that's not so fun like the bookkeeping and keeping receipts. When you enjoy the game and the process, it shows. And if you're playing this game on an infinite time horizon, you will outlast your competition. So if you have fun doing this and you want to improve and move the needle just a little bit each and every day, you will outrank your competition eventually because you're playing on a longer time horizon than someone who's just got into this get rich quick and they're not listening to the podcast, they're not going on blogs, they're not reading books on the topic, they won't last as long or they won't be as profitable as you um, because you're making a commitment to constant self-improvement in the area of short-term rentals. And if you're playing on an infinite time horizon, you will outrank your competitors eventually. And with that being said, I hope these tips were helpful today. Um, I know for some people it is slow. The economy has put a lot of pressure on businesses in all different industries, not just ours, but there's also tons of opportunity right now. And when times are hard, we see who's actually doing the right thing. Um, the hosts that are booked, we can learn from them. If we look at the, someone's calendar, it's really full. Is it because they're the cheapest or is it because they have a really kick butt rental, right? And we can learn from our mistakes. So if we were vacant, we can self-reflect and analyze on why we are vacant 
so it doesn't happen very often in the future. So where there's also periods of slowdown, there's huge opportunity to learn and grow. With that being said, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Vacation Rentals with John. Until next time, take care.